0: Coro mo close everybody. Gather up close everybody. Can't can't move that body? Can't can't move that body?
1: Ke ora no te iwi um, doing the mihi as, uh Snow sips on his aromatic coffee.
2: From Mexico?
1: <coughs> adiba adiba. Welcome back to Taringa, brought to you by Tewananga o Aotearoa And we're here in the studio of the Ipiro Anea No Maui Mihatuana Tēnā Tenakutu. And on the board today, well, we're back at Once Upon a Timer. But before we get into our Once Upon a Timer, we're going to tell everybody about our kiwaha. Our the kiwaha. 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 Man, we've been mincing through the kiwaha. We've been getting through the kiwaha.
2: The hardest ones is to find, that, find the ones that we haven't done.
1: That's right. Mm. We've done a lot of kiwaha mihi te tangata and some sort of, you know, like that, you know, praise people and there's some sort of, you know, they haven't been sort of like any kiwaha that sort of...
2: Nothing degrading.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Second, so learn one today.
2: <laughs> so you learn one today just to spice it up.
1: Yeah, because it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be language if you did it. Yeah. And, there's, and it's sort of, I wouldn't say it's a swear word, but it's something you say when you, you might be a bit peeved off at somebody. Or, so say today is
2: kai
1: ate ahi. Which, um, actually, you can translate this one, means food of the fire.
2: Food of the fire.
1: And it pretty much means that's all they're good for. Yeah, might as well chuck them in the fire. <laughs> So it is it is actually a bit of a bit of a curse, bit of a you know, bit of a coffete, bit of a so be very careful when you're using it. And I suppose an expression in English that'd be the same as he would be what do you think?
2: I think um through different levels of severity you yeah. can be like, Oh, tits on the ball <laughs> You know, for
1: a easy go, but <laughs> you know, there can be worse, you know, you're... Yeah. Yeah. et pa He pai. So there goate you say, kayateah so um Oh yeah, did you hear or Honey lost his his wallet? Oh no, mm. um oh Peter stole it. Ugh, kai ateahi. Kai ateahi. Yeah. Or someone you know, someone um you know you might be having a bit of a well not a raid rage, rage, but you you're lining yourself up to get into that mean as parking spot at the at the mall. Yeah, yeah. Or at the shopping center. The one just after the handicapped ones, you know, the yeah, first by the free one by you're the doors. You're right next to the, you know, and you're lining yourself up, and then someone comes in and they just cut you off and go in there, and then you say, well, you might say under your breath all out loud. <laughs> <"Kay-a-t-a-hi."> <laughs> and I got an Auntie actually, and this is one this is actually one of her favourites. Oh she's, yes. Yeah, when I hear you saying, man, says it with you know, Ooh. she's like. From the pit, from yep. the pit of the belly. And then another one, like kaiateahi, is kaiate kuri. Kai kuri. Yep. So, yeah, so you only good to feed to my dog. Yeah. So there you go, e te That's te reo Māori. There's some, um, you know, e e But as I said, you know, be careful how you use them. And, you know, sometimes they come into yourself. You might stub your toe or something. Kaiateahi. You know, that's sort of like, a, oh, plasso. Tau. We, we use another one too as e poko. E poko. But, yep. yeah. Now we're gonna just have a little bit of a call. We'll answer one of the, the party that's come through our Facebook page. katoa. Thank you for engaging. And there's lots of cool kōrero on there. And some of them aren't little partai. They mm. actually require episodes. So we yeah. thank you for that. And and we can move some of those over to Tikanga 101. Or a kupu, kupu kupu But one that we can quickly discuss today is from Kayakwe, ego?
2: Mr Finn Ogle
1: or Finn Ogle. Kia a Finn Ogle or Finn Ogle. If you do hear this, please tell us how to, how to pronounce, pronounce your name. Your, yes. Your name.
2: The question he has is the pronunciation of diphthongs. Now diphthongs are when two vowels are put together. Yes. Creating a different phonetic sound.
1: Right. So say so the pronunciation.
2: Pronunciation.
1: <laughs> See, we're always learning <laughs> The pronunciation of a
2: diphthong Kia ora Pronunci- Pronunciation of a diphthong So he has How do you pronounce O O-U In the word ponamu? Ponamu. 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 So you've got You've got a mixture of O and U Yes Put together Which yep. comes out O Ponamu. Along with I-E In the word Wahie Wahie yeah. Wahie. Kieke. Wahie.
1: Kieke. Kie kie. That's another one yeah, that's there, yeah. another IE. Tiepa. Tiepa. I know the, the, the OU gets a lot of people, even people that, care, that are good speakers yeah. of Tereo Māori, they get a bit lazy in how mm. they pronounce kupu, OU, and um, they, it comes out sounding AU. So, A-U, bopo yeah. bopo. Bopo. comes out sounding popo. Um, popo, yeah. And Momo is the other one. Comes out sounding Momo.
2: There could be nativisms too sometimes. Depending on the person. Yeah. You could allow it as a nativism.
1: So Popo, that's how you'd pronounce the O U mm-hmm. and Bo Namu, And yeah. Yeah. I oh yeah. I is the other one. So, So Wai as opposed to Y Away. Why Why,
2: yes. Very much. I so. don't know why. Mm. Well, because you don't want to say, I, I, because that means something else. Well, you may. Maybe Valentine's Day or your birthday? ai
1: so I means to copulate. Copulate, yes. And I I means yes, 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 yes. You so might say why well, you are copulating. Well, I
2: I, I. <laughs> <laughs> One might say <laughs> I, I as the I, I.
1: <laughs> But you have Wai Wai, which is leg or legs, and Wai Wai, which is to die something or to be um, submerged. Submerged. Yeah. So you have Wai Wai and Wai Wai. So those are those are those are the harder diphthongs mm. to well, not say hard, hard or difficult, but they take a bit more effort. And if you're not used to saying them, you'll defer usually to, to the AI because to the it's AI, easier yes. to say than the AE. So, Kiorafin, I hope we've answered that yeah. question. So, pounamu, poupou, and again, uh, the importance of um, the pronunciation or the correct pronunciation of kupu, you know, you'd say, mihi o te tauho. Not Ngamhiote Toho. Yes. Yes. Because Ngamhiote Toho <laughs> is Happy New Year's, and Ngamhiote ho is Happy New Bum. Might be you. Yeah, you might be. Um, <laughs> you might have a new bum. You might be post surgery. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You got a. You know. You got a butt job. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you ain't yeah. happy about it. <laughs> be so, like, yeah. So that's the difference. You know. It makes a big, big difference. You know. <laughs> if <you see> it's <laughs> some and I've had it. Yeah. Yeah. You could have. <laughs> And then you might say you might get around the other the other way. You might get the the, the, the you might say to and ho. So you do a double one. Yeah yeah. So to is bum and ho is wind. So you go hari, <laughs> hari to Hari To ho, To ho. So you got a happy windy bum, happy windy. You might be, yeah, you might be um, acknowledging the, the, the flatulence. Yeah. Sorry, Finn, we didn't mean to. You know, we get, but that's, yeah, that's what can happen if yes. you're not pronouncing the words properly. So there you go, there you. Katika te and um, we, we had a little episode on whakahua, but it's good to come back um, with the diphthongs. It can be a bit mm. challenging for some people.
2: And as Plowney has been a, a judge in Matatini and Kapahaka competitions, judges are very picky on pronunciation.
1: Oh, definitely. Pronunciation yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's big on pronunciation, particularly now that Tereo is in there. But mm. yeah, because as I said, it can just change, mean something. And it shows to me that the attention hasn't gone into the real. The detail of it, yeah. yeah. The real. So, um, I tata that I would go or particularly. Quefin. Dip thing, dip things, dip thing,
3: dip
1: thing. <laughs> <laughs> dip thongs, Gordono, 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 Gordono. And um, ana kotatau kiwa, kiwa has kaiate ahi, and uh, we will now launch to. Once upon a time, a e teiwi o koutou taringa hou Once upon a time, the great Maui, the mischievous, cheeky, and curious Maui stared into the flickering flames of the fire. He was hypnotised by the blaze and as he stared even deeper watching the embers the glow from the fire upon his face showed his mother Taranga that he was deep in thought. He had already committed many great deeds like slowing the sun so they could enjoy longer days to fish, garden and hunt and longer nights like this to relax by the fire before retiring for the night. The look that Maui had on his face bothered his mother.
4: Hey, Maui, hey hana, what are you thinking about? I know that look on your face. I saw it before you went to slow tera, and when you went on that big fishing trip of yours with your brothers.
1: Maui heard his mother talking to him but was not really listening. The sound of the fire crackling and the hissing of some of the damp wood he had just put onto the fire held him in its spell.
2: E i am just looking into the fire.
1: His mother pressed him.
2: I, and,
4: I can see you're looking into the fire. Are you thinking of some different cooking methods?
0: <laughs> e kau.
4: No yeah. Well, what then? E, e noa, no. I'm just thinking. E thinking of what? Or should I say, thinking to do what? E mohiwa na a koe Māui, koe you don't
2: just think, you do. E ana i te ahi nei. I can feel the warmth of the fire, and I'm wondering, where does it come from? Āna, koia, I could see you
4: looking into the ahi, and knew you had a burning fakaru in there, bursting to come out.
2: hoki, we have to look after the ahi. And make sure the embers we keep safe in the ahikomo do not get wet. I'm hoha. I want
1: the power to make the fire. Fire. Fire was kept by each whanau, and the village had a special place where the embers were kept smoldering in the ahikomo. They would be buried and would smolder away for weeks, months even. But Maui wanted the knowledge of how to make fire.
4: Hey hatai Maui. Never mind yours. There's enough fires in the village, and the ahikomau is well looked after. Emoi. But, but what about mahuika? Hey, ahamau, don't bother yourself thinking about mahuika.
1: This wasn't enough for Maui. He needed to know, and sleeping was not going to help the burning desire to know that he had kindled within. And so, when everyone was asleep, he went through the village and put out all the fires. (laughs) He even tipped water all over the ahikomau. So, not one single ember was left. In the morning, the village awoke. Hey! All the fires have been extinguished! Even dahi kōmau! Kuuakewa! Maui!
4: Uh, heaha. Don't you haha me boy! Engari! Engari what? You thought by putting all the fires out, you would learn the secret of fire? Well,
2: yeah, I did actually.
4: Kaya mahitini hanga.
1: Mom! Taranga knew there was no other way now. She had to tell Maui about his kuya, who held the secret of fire.
4: koe te ura kitafiti. Look, there in the distance, beyond the horizon. Kai kato kuya, a mahuika in Your kuya mahuika is the keeper of the fire. The rest of the village is too scared of her. So you have to go, as we need fire to live.
2: Ah, karati! Kwa I'm off. I'll go see the kuya and
4: sort us out. In Maui, tūpatō kue. You'll suffer the wrath of the old lady if you try any of your antics.
2: Come on, mom, I'm Maui.
3: <sighs>
1: <sighs> Maui gathered some light provisions together for his journey to see his kuya, mahuika. As he prepared, he thought of what he had heard from others in the village. The old woman was not to be trifled with. However, he, the great Maui, had slowed the sun and caught a fish big enough to live on. So why should he be afraid of an old woman? Maui set off that day while Tamaitera was still low in the sky. He
3: Aye,
4: ne? Don't forget what I said about your kuir ne.
1: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. E ki, e ki, don't you yeah, 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 me.
1: Maui had more than enough to think about. What was he going to say to his queer?
0: Mm. Mm.
1: What was he going to do? Mm. He walked on and on towards the glow where his queer lived and eventually arrived at the entrance of a cave where the glow emanated from. He could feel a warmth coming from within the cave. He walked carefully to the mouth of the Anna.
5: Oh wait, Dana, who is that creeping around
1: out there? Hau, ko ahau, Māui.
5: Māui tiki tiki a taranga? Ai. Hea to hide mai ki konei. what brings Māui the
2: trickster here? E kui, katoa ahi o te kainga. All of our fires have gone out, so I've come to ask if you can gift us some fire.
5: Ne? I would have thought one as smart as Maui Hangahangaro would have had the brains to look after the fires you had.
2: Tika e kui, we didn't keep the ahi komo burning, and it rained, so...
5: Whakamatu hatu, enough. Haramai kui.
1: Maui entered the cave and was amazed at what he saw. He had tried to imagine what mahuika looked like, and while the image of a wrinkled old lady with long grey hair fitted what he saw before him, the sight of ten burning maikuku at the tips of the bony fingers of the queer took his breath away and made his hairs on the back of his neck stand up. Whoa!
5: Anei, Maui!
1: Mahuika plucked one of her flaming maikuku from her hand and placed it in some damp bark.
5: Manaakitiae Maui, look after it! Go straight home and rekindle the fires. What?
1: Maui left the cave of Mahuika but the cunning Maui would not just go straight home. <laughs> he had other plans. He walked a short distance to a stream he had passed and dropped the burning Maikuku into the water. Maui returned to Mahuika.
2: Ekui, as I was crossing the river, the Matikuku got wet and.
5: Oh, katahira! And what? You're expecting me to give you another of my Matikuku?
2: Mahuika, if we don't have fire, how are we expected to cook our kai
5: and keep warm? Ay, 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 aye! all right, all right, Titi, Hō hā ho te ki ākoe. No
1: Mahuika plucked another of her matikuku and gave it to Maui. Maui repeated what he had done before, dropping the burning matikuku into the stream and returned to Mahuika.
5: Hey, nāi what now?
1: Well, <coughs> I made it across
2: the stream But when I got to the other side, there was a group of big, strong men. They stole the matikuku.
1: This went on and on and on. Every time, Maui dropped the burning matikuku into the stream and returned to Mahuika with a different story. Until Mahuika had but only one of her precious burning matikuku. By now, she was furious with anger, angry at Maui, and angry that it had taken her this long until she realized she had been tricked.
5: If it's fire you want, then fire you shall have.
1: Away! No bugger this, I'm off. Maui fled the cave, as Mahuika ripped her last matukuku from her hand to throw at Maui. He ran like the wind, but the Matukuku aided by the rage of Mahuika set the landscape ablaze into an inferno of hellfire and it raced behind him like a great burning tanifa, hungry to consume him. He called on his godly powers, turning himself into a kahu so he could escape by flight. But the flames of the great conflagration reached up to the sky, scorching his feathers. So he turned himself into a fish and dove into a river but the heat was so great, the water began to boil. So Maui turned to fight Ma Mātakataka and Tafiri Mate sending out his karakia, calling for the skies to storm and rain down a great deluge upon the land. After the rain stopped, what was left was a burnt, charred, steaming landscape. Maui walked through what had once been a forest, hoping to find a remnant of the fire from the matikuku of his kuia, Mahuika. And he found it, hidden in the wood of the Kaikomako.
2: Ah, oh, well, Mum, uh, I have the knowledge of fire. Ah, oh, te nei, even though you nearly burnt us all in the process. Hei anō, kua ako. We just need two pieces of dry wood from the Kaikomako
1: tree to rub together, and we're away. Boom
2: fire
1: kea And that is the story of how Maui learnt the secret of fire. Maui he never ceases to amaze me that Fala Maui.
2: Amazing. These should be movies. Not like the movie that we know of now about Maui,
1: but which movie that we know of now? Who are you talking about? V- Moana.
2: Oh, okay. Because yeah. they've they're our stories and yeah. Um, once Taika is over his um, Marvel face, he can come and shoot these movies if you want.
1: I think the great thing about Mao, and I know just recently we were talking about the islands, mm. you know, huge, huge corridor for Maui and um, Hawaii. Yes. And right through all of our Pacific whanaunga, through Te Moana Nui Akiwa, our whakapapa connects us, our yes. toto, but the other thing is the ko- is the corridor, tukuiho. Maui is, is one of those heroes in Iro Toi that connects us.
2: Yeah, historical footprints. Yeah, as a Pacific yeah, people. Yeah.
1: I'm, I find that amazing. The stories that we have, that we share.
2: The differences and the similarities. Mm. I have a nephew and yeah. he's he's quite, um, uh, he's into Maui at the moment mm. you know, because, of, because of the movie. He's Tongan as well mm. and I said to him, your homework for this week, Sione, if you're listening, his homework for this week is to find out Maui and Tonga, and mm. he's like, "No, he, Maui's Maori." I mm. said, "Is he Maori?"
1: Yeah,
2: find out just so that he realizes that mm. they're of the same. Or we all have a we all have a link, especially everyone in the Pacific. Yeah, but Maui has some great lessons. Yeah, quite a lot of themes that we see socially or things that recreate themselves when people are growing up in the in the life that they go through.
1: What do you think the moral of the stuff? The, the story we just had, Maui and Mahuka. Oh, fire. the moral. Mm. Or some, some, maybe not, there's maybe not a one. A few themes that come out of it. Don't yeah. push your grandmother off. Don't push your
3: grandmother
1: <laughs> off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't waste it. There's some kaupapa in, in a cordial tukuiho. Yep. I think that's one. Yep. It's, it's, yeah, go away, mōmō. And he goes through, he tricks his, his kua. Yep. And he, my thing, though, is how come you so long yeah. well, to that's, make
2: out that? That's the well, other thing. It's, it's so much like the characteristic of a person. Yeah. And, and Maui is, you know, the personification of it. But there's someone in your family mm. that is able to tick your kui off yeah, and yeah. is able to still go back.
1: Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> won't get a hiding. <laughs> that's that's
2: Maui. So if you have the if you're the youngest mm. and you keep getting away with something,
1: yeah. there you go, you've yeah. just unpacked it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think too, you know, with the Māori, I think it's the treasure of fire, how important fire was yes. to our people. Mm. And you know, we've got lots of kōreroa about fire. You know, even the word we use, kainga, that means home. Kainga means the place where your fire burns. Aye. Te kaaroa, keeping your home fires burning. You know, i roto I te Māori, there's lots of whakāroa around fire and there's lots of metaphors and whakatauki that we use in regards to, to te ahi. There's something in the story Man, I take my hat off to the person that wrote that script. I mean, they're just so talented. Oh. <laughs> cool. But I, uh, I, I have researched, not for this one, but um, I remember doing a little bit of research on, on, and I'm actually doing some at the moment. Cool. Around ahi and how we used it in our rituals and things, and we used it heaps. You know, now probably the only time we see it is, at the, at, well, we use it for when we do a um, umu, mm. ha- a hangi. The umu, so umu and ahi are tied together. Yep. One thing I found interesting was how we used to, I know we used the ahi in a tapu sense, but ahi komau too was referred to the, the long burning fire that you'd keep underneath the ground. Aye. And there were lots of methods to do, like they used to make this big cigar thing. I, I know in the story it's Kormako, but I think one might be Kapara. Oh, okay. One of the trees. It was the trunk of one half and another. And if you can imagine, they'd hollow out the middle and then um, stick them together and bind them. And then they'd stuff this big, huge cigar with mosses and dry oh, yes, grass moss, and things. Yeah, yeah. And um, the moss was sort of not fully dry. Yeah. Maybe just a bit dry than damp. And they'd stuff it so it was full right up, bind it, and then they'd dig a hole. And they'd light a fire at the bottom of it, they put an ember at the bottom of yep. this cigar, you can imagine. And then they'd bury the whole thing. Put it in, you know, in this hole, and you'd have just the top sticking out. And sometimes have it in, in a mound. They'd yeah. even put a roof over it. That mm. would burn for months. Wow. So while they learnt to use the kai kor or the ko or the kahiko muckle yep. to rub, you know, the rubbing sticks together, there was a central point. Where you could go and get the fire and get from? Your, get your, yeah. yeah, and you just put a bit of dry grass in there, into the, well, I forget what it's called. I think it's a, ter- it is a form of ahi Yep. Yeah, yeah. Put put that in there, and then you could, you know, take that bit of grass. Give it a bit of wave it around and it'll give flame a bit of, up. Bit of, yeah,
2: yeah. I've heard certain accounts because our people were, if they if you didn't know this, is that they were nomadic, so in seasonal. Yeah. And so that place they could go back to there. Yeah. It's in reference to the ahika. So when you have claim to that area, that was that could have been one of the examples of it.
1: Yeah. And then in the wet in the wet months. Yeah. You know, and it was a bit harder to make fire. Yep. You know, they they had receptacles that they could keep the embers in, of particular woods where They could keep the embers burning for a prolonged period of time if they were traveling on the road.
3: Wow, yeah. and
1: and you know, it'll be a bit difficult to you know start a fire in yeah. the wet months. So they were pretty clever out here for man. Up. Tell Maori, science, eru eru, same, same thing, same thing. Yeah. And and yeah, and then they used you know, the coastal peoples would use like seal fat, seal fat, and, yes. and things like yeah. that for their torches and things. Mm. Oh, I think we take it for granted when they you know, just turn the light on. I think
2: so too. Yeah, and such a resource to have in the history of man. Yeah. So it is without without a doubt that it has such that holds such a place in in Ao Māori. Aye,
1: and it, it definitely warms warms the cockles of your heart. It does when um, <laughs> when you do when you do sit by a fire. Yeah. Michaela, she just used to stare into the yeah. fire for hours, and I used to wonder what was going through her mind. Mm. Yeah, I like it when the, when the fade's got to open fire. Yeah, something about it, eh? Yeah, there's something about fire. Yeah. It's a fire! That's a fire! <laughs> <laughs> fire! <Yeah>. Fire! <laughs> there's something, yeah, I'm a bit of a pyrotechnic. Yes, yeah, same you know, When I was little, you know, yeah. I nearly burnt our house down. Yeah, I'm old. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I've got a man, could go way
2: back. Yeah, yeah, we have
1: a. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, there's lots of korero out there about fire and. um. One other whakatauki that I like, I'm going to share with everybody and it's in the way I thought te wiki. Taku wahi tafiti, taku mata ki poro. Taku taku mata Which means if I am at a distance from my fire, the point of my spear becomes blunt. But when I'm close to the fire, I can keep it hard and sharp. Which means if you're passionate about something, you need to remain close to it to nurture. To nurture, to nurture, it, to nurture yeah. that passion. And that's the, that's the fire. The further away you get from it, you know, then the passion for it or your, your longing to do it or whatever dies. And the literal cool. sense is, you know, in the old days, if you didn't have a fire, you couldn't harden your weapons yeah. or your spears. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they'd use the heat of the fire mm. to harden the, the tips of their weapons or their spears and things. Bringing that back to Ahika mm. in terms of where you're from, if you don't go home enough, you gradually you forget how warm it is by that fire, yep. this metaphorical fire. And when you're when you've been sitting in the cold, you get used to it. Yep. And you forget how warm it is next to the fire. And it's not actually until you get back to the fire that you realise that you're actually cold. That you're cold. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, I use that expression, someone el hapu mm. that have been gone from home for a while, and when they come home they feel the warmth of the fire.
2: Yeah, so we have the ahi ka, yeah. and what do we call the ones that live abroad?
1: There's ahi ka and ahi tere, tere. Right. Ahi mahana is another term yep. I've heard, or ahi tere, tere So those ones that come back sort of now and again, periodically.
2: So yeah, metaphorically, Brown is referring to people that live away, but come back often, whatever yeah. often may mean to you, and they, they yeah. get to re-reignite or, or add more flame to their, yeah. to their travelling flame. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's ahimatao, is
1: that right? Ahimatao. Yeah. And that means your fire's... Your fire's gone. Your fire's gone. Now. That
2: could mean, I think it's seven you, generations. You'll maybe?
1: know your ahimatao when you go back to the pine and someone asks you who you are. Yes. And even though you might have been brought up there, yeah. you know, there's been a whole lot of generations now after you. Mm. And, um, you know, they, they may not mean to be, but it might sound rude. It might even hurt your feelings. Yes. um, That you're being, hey, Who are you? You know, and that might not we could apply that to some, you know, I'm yeah. I'm I'm Ahimato in the gym at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was Ahiterity a couple of weeks ago, weeks ago, but I've gone back to Ahimato.
2: <laughs> but you're always allowed to return. <laughs> That's right. In that style, you're always allowed to return to reignite that flame.
1: Yeah. So um Quenay when that was <laughs> there, they look even got a fuck a um, that you can um, look up, but it's taku ahi taku mata ki poro, taku tsutata, taku mata There's a whole lot of um, kōrero around ahi I roto I te ao māori. Massive, yeah. And I think that's good wrap up for our story for Maori and yeah. our introduction into te waiata o te wiki, tsungia te, te hatete o te reo, composed by Pania Papa and Leon Black. and it's about fire. Fire, that's not going to be our song <laughs> e TV. And it was from when they heard Timothy speak at a conference and it was about te reo, a language conference. And he talked about this, the metaphoric starting of a fire in somebody and igniting their passion to learn te Māori. And again, talking about people, when you're in a group, you feel the fire. Yep. An expression we use in te is te ruangarehu o te reo. So Teruangaire is the fireplace,
2: fireplace, right,
1: yeah. and that brings draws people towards it. Korniayhi, the Korniayhi, and there's another expression. Mm, is Korniayhi. Yeah. Korniayhi is one who likes to sit next to the fire. Yes, doesn't want to get out of the warmth of the fire. yeah. yeah exactly. that's a nativism. That right? that's a nativism. Koneahi, yeah, Korniayhi, and um, Teruangaire who talks about when you get when Teruangaire or teru was when you get. A whole lot of te reo speakers together, all like-minded, and wow. they're all on the kaupapa. Yep. So there's all sorts of ways, you know, there's all sorts of cool kōrero. Sounds a bit like oxymoron, eh? Oxymoron saying cool and, cool, and yeah, yeah. fire in the same... Man, it's a, man, that's a cool uh, place yeah, to you be. You know what I mean.
2: The coolest place to yeah. be is by the
1: fire. Yeah. yeah. Well, e mihi ana, um, ana e nā o te wiki, te hatete o Hate, what's Hatete is another another word for fire.
2: Yeah, well. So you your listeners write that one down.
1: Yeah. Hatete is another word for ahi or fire. So you're gonna hear a whole lot of kupu ho in this one and we'll even post up the words to the um actually I remember and going back again. Mm. We're gonna get into the song. <laughs> but when Pagake first went, learnt the song, yes. he loves the song, he's one of his favourites and we're a bit over it. <laughs> When he first learnt it and he went back and he was singing it and um, one of us came out to heard oh I think it was his wife actually and she said because e ko <laughs> he had a lot of words in there that no one, you know, hadn't heard before. And actually I used a couple of them in the Maui story. Oh but, cool. um, anyway, aneta te Te You actually got a lot of bonus with this week Along with yeah, the ones man. upon a timer As you can see there are
2: things that don't stand alone Or they can't
1: yeah. within Te Māori What did you say on the last one? They, they all the, hold hands They all hold hands I oh, like all that tera, okay? mm. Because I can see that here, here we are, and we're not holding hands, but, you know, <laughs> e mihiana You know, if you I to hold hands. Me too, you know, no uh, <laughs> e I e am
0: Fuck or kite tummy at the code in my flowing at the hook of force Cope Papa relevant, go papa out of bounds, Cope papa, exigent, go papa paramount, not call not fuck a in my kite, go papa, tino fuck a hit a heat of beat, cut it, my hide, had him, or mai, hide, hide, my we gotta Get the rope close, everybody Get the rope close, everybody Can it move their body Canny cut move their body
1: Todding tuku nā Te Wānanga o Aotearoa. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai!